The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a story that I really love that I saw a few years ago. And it was a, a, a drought in Eretz Yisrael. There was a drought, rain wasn't coming, and we know Israel is an agricultural country. If you don't have rain, you don't have crops. If you don't have crops, you don't have income, you don't have food. And so they made what's called an ace tefillah. They made a, a day of tefillah. Everybody from every community had to come to their local shul and storm the gates of heavens and cry that rain should come down. And one man, one of these men that came to this service where everyone was going to daven and say, Avinu Malkeinu and Shemakaleinu, he came with his little daughter. He had a cute little girl, and she wanted to come to see what was going on, so he brought her. And they were saying, Avinu Malkeinu, and they were crying, and they were saying their special tefillahs for rain. And then they left the shul, and the father looks down at the door and he sees that there was something that was bothering her. He says, is there something on your mind? Like, what was, are you nervous about the rain? Was it too much a, an intensive experience about all the men screaming and, and crying and davening and praying? Maybe that was too much, maybe it was She says, no, that's not what bothered me. She said, you know what bothered me? There were a thousand men here. These thousand men came to pray for rain. And not one of them brought an umbrella. Not one man brought thought to bring an umbrella for the impending rainstorm that's going to come afterwards. Where's the Amuna? Where's the Bitachan? That's what bothers me. I have a Talmud from Lander College for Men. This is going back maybe 15 years, I would say. And he came back to me after a Shabbos. He was from England, my Talmud, and he had relatives in Brooklyn. So on Shabbos, he would come to Brooklyn, and he came back, and he says, Rebbe, I, I know you love stories. I'm going to give you a story, but this one's true. Again, I don't know if he was trying to you know, insult me or something, but he said, this story is true because it happened to me. He said that he has a, his cousin, who he's staying by, has a young child. He was think maybe 10, 11 years old, a nice yeshiva boy from Brooklyn. And Erev Shabbos, his grandfather came over the house and brought what's called in Yiddish a pekola, like a, a little package of, uh, of goodies, of candies. Like they give out on Simchas Torah sometimes in, in a lot of shuls. It had, you know, maybe popcorn and nash and different things. And like a beautiful bag, a very, you know, he went and bought it in a fancy store, and he brought it to his, every Shabbos, he would bring his grandchild this peckle for Shabbos to enjoy. So my Talmud saw this, he didn't know that, you know, his grand, that this boy's grandfather this minute, he says, that's such a beautiful thing. So he says, after the grandfather left, he says, let's open it up and split it, come on, let's eat. So my, so, so this boy said, he says, no. So I don't want to eat it. So you want to wait for Shabbos, you mean? No. So after my Talmud was like trying to like, you know, get it out of him, finally this boy says, come here. He goes into his bedroom, and this boy, this 10-year-old boy, opens up a drawer, like a dresser drawer, a big dresser drawer, 
And in the stressor drawer was about 50 to 100 of these identical pekloch. Every single Erev Shabbos, the grandfather brought him this pekel, and he kept it in the drawer. Now, I know your religious OCD is wondering what happened on Pesach. I am, I am aware of that. But just put that aside for a second. They sold it, I'm sure, but that's not the point of the story. This boy kept every single one of these pekloch. And my friend, my, my Talmud said, what are you doing? What are you saving this for? Laman Hashem, like, eat it. Are you normal? So he says, this is my Mashiach drawer. This is a drawer that I will not eat from until Mashiach comes. I so badly long for Mashiach Tzadkenu to arrive that I made a personal Kabbalah, I made a personal vow upon myself that I am not going to enjoy. I want this, of course, I'm a kid. I want to eat the candy. But I want Mashiach more than I want the candy. And my Kabbalah is I will not eat the candy until Mashiach comes. Now that's an amazing story. It's not talking about a great Gadol. It's not talking about Rabbi Akiva. It's not talking about Rabbi David Schrenk. It's talking about a 10-year-old child that grew up in this neighborhood. He's a Yid through and through. You know why? Not because he's so religious, but because he's so optimistic. A Jew is optimistic to the core. Whenever something bad happens, we're able to get through it, keeping in mind that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a plan, and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us, and that if we brace ourselves, if we're able to just get through and do what we're supposed to be doing, daven when we're supposed to daven, cry when we're supposed to cry, plead when we're supposed to plead, but at our core stay optimistically focused that Mashiach will be coming soon. Now is the time. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.